Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. Hey, listen, uh, this podcast is a little different. I'm actually giving you today a podcast that I recorded back in summer. It was the summer that I recorded. It's an interview with my daughter, Sophia. If you're in the Heir to the Crown Challenge, you know that uh, that thing was birthed out of my love for my daughter, Sophia. And Heir to the Crown has been our 30-day mind-body challenge for the daughters of God ages 12 and higher so all the women ages 12 and higher if you miss the challenge you can still get the book on amazon uh we'll put the show in the link we'll we'll have in the show notes we'll have a link if you want to go check that out so we are i'm I'm playing this today in honor of this heir to the crown time that we're in um i just felt like the lord asked me to hold it back i was going to release it you know in august or something and and this is why this is the right time for this podcast so um you're gonna hear another intro right away um just i just wanted to set up the intro to the intro and i also wanted to to let you know listen we are hosting our revelation wellness meetups a meetup is finding live community in a three-hour mind-body workshop live community go find your people find your people love your people Um, I'll put another link here. Our live meetups start on September 22nd, and they will be all around this identity as daughters. So this is a women's only meetup. You can bring your daughter with you. In fact, we encourage you to bring your daughter age 12 and higher with you. We're going to get back our relationship as a, as in our, in relationship to God as a daughter and to other women as daughters. So find a meetup. You guys, we have over, I think at this point, over a hundred hosts. Um, hit the link, go find a meetup and find live community. We love the podcast. We're so grateful, but it can't end here. It happens in flesh and blood. All right, you guys, um, leave a comment leave a like, let us know what you think. And I hope this episode brings your heart alive. Peace. Hi everybody. And welcome to a special episode of the revelation wellness podcast. My daughter, Sophia Keaton, is going to be my special guest today. All right. So (laughs) I have to tell you, I just re-listened to some of this and I am nervous. So would you all just promise that you just say, I I have a child in progress, which they are all, aren't we all in progress? And I, I invited her to be as honest as possible. So you're going to hear honest stuff. You're going to hear some stuff that I heard. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm clearly going, oh, I'm going to be judged by this. But hey, I'm going to put it out there because this is how we have fellowship with one another. I have a 14-year-old daughter who is not perfect. I am a 47-year-old mom who is not perfect. But we are on mission together as a family. And this is what it looks like right now for us to be a mother-daughter, uh, loving one another and loving God, and learning what it means to get healthy and be whole. <laughs> so I honestly believe this is going to bless a lot of you. I hope that it opens up conversation for you with your uh, your daughter. And hey, uh, my son is going to be coming on soon too. I'm kind of shocked by what the Lord's doing. So this should be fun. I hope that you uh, just... You know what? We tear down perfection. We tear down what it's supposed to look like in our families. But Sophia does give us good insight into the mind of a 14-year-old, soon-to-be freshman in high school. And one day, I know she'll look back and listen to this and be extremely blessed or maybe very embarrassed. But who knows? We'll find out. (laughs) I'm grateful that she was willing. Um, We talk about body image. We talk about... um, We talk about... 
what are her non-negotiables. We talk about what it's like to be a 14-year-old in today's culture. We talk about um, things that get her really uh, going, her blood boiling, and then also the kind of the common sayings we have around the house and how they're affecting her. I found out information I never knew that I'm like, wow, okay. Thank you, God, for that parenting tip. And we also share a real live moment of the table of truth. And I'm giving this to you in all humility to say, woe to anyone who thinks that I am a perfect woman. I am working it out. So enjoy this podcast. Thank you to our donors, our partners who are on mission with us. This is a family affair. It really is. I am convinced if you are partnering here with us, not only um, are you investing in the kingdom, but you are investing in family. You are investing in sons and daughters who are growing up as children of God and creating a lineage a, a, a lineage that will last. That's, that is what I, pr- I pray to pass this torch on to my children and then they can pass it to theirs. And I know you pray the same. So thank you donors for making that possible. You can become a donor going to revelationwellness.org slash donate. Any monthly donation you give gets you part of our um, challenge groups every month, takes you deeper with us in ministry. We share stories and testimonies and just show you how we're using fitness as a tool to spread the gospel all over the world. All right. Thanks, you guys, so much. Uh, We'd love your feedback. Leave a review. Email us, testify at revelationwellness.org. Let us know what you think. Have a great day. Peace. Okay, everyone. Uh, You heard it in the intro today. I have a special, very, 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 probably the most special guest I've ever had. Um, My daughter, Sophia, is on the podcast. Now, this came about what are we doing? We're watching. I know we're watching. It's not necessary. It was funny. We're watching America. America's Got Talent. And one of the participants was asked what he does. And he said, oh, I have a podcast with my mom. And then I, we laughed because the way he said it was so cute. And then I said, Sophia, you could come on my podcast. And what did you say? Okay. You were surprised. Like, yeah. You were surprising. Like, really? You wanted well, to. Yes. I'm I'm on the edge right now, but you know, I'm here. <laughs> You're here. Yes, I am here. So okay. Yeah. So we talked about what we would talk about, like what kind of things. I said, you know, it would be probably pretty cool for you to come on and just say what it's like to be 14-year-old in this world now, in this time, and to be my daughter, meaning um, the daughter of a woman who is passionate and on mission for everyone to have freedom in their life and clearly as we all know having daughters can bring out the best in us and the worst in us because we want so much better for them than what we had and sometimes sometimes I can project my fears even my best desires for her can come out in really weird ways right mm-hmm. uh-huh. oh, yeah. so I honestly am doing this hopefully for you as parents but we also hope that you're your daughter or your son will listen. And surpri- and spoiler alert, Jack found out about this and he wants to come on the podcast too. So we're going to do that soon. But Sophia, maybe tell them what, like she goes, Mom, I'm so nervous. But tell, okay. them, tell them why. So um, as you know, I'm on this podcast. So this is all going to be my opinions. So I would, like, it'd be bad if you were to take my opinions and then put them in your son or daughter, depending, and say that that's also what they think because it's what I think. So I just want you to know that, sure, like, I could have relatives, like, relatively close to other people's opinions because I'm the same age as them, but at the same time, like, 
it's definitely going to differ depending on the person. That's good. That was really wise of her. It's like, you can say that so that we are, and that that keeps the spirit of religion off of us. So she's just sharing her testimony, what it's like to be her, and that we can't project that onto your daughter, your son, uh, but maybe just help you have more compassion towards them as they are. Sophia is going to be really honest. That's what she said. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm actually probably going to have to, you can all pray for me because maybe she'll say something that I'll be like, oh, I didn't know that, but it's good for me to know. I'd rather have, uh, you've heard me say on the podcast before, you reach a certain age with your children where you have, there's a choice of, are they going to be compliant or honest and compliant? My days of getting my kids to be compliant are over. <laughs> I've, I mean, they, they're luckily, they still do things that we ask them to do because it's kind of like, well, you're living here and these are the rules. And, but now we're hoping more for honesty because then we have relationship with one another. Amen? Amen. Yes. So, Sophia, why don't you tell us what it's like right now? Just an overall big, broad brush stroke. I also have questions from other people that they've asked because okay. I asked on my Insta story. So yeah. I'm just going to let this, just a conversation. What would you say it's like right now to be... 14 in this world um living in a home that we are loving god um okay so uh i don't like people viewing me as a pastor's kid because i don't feel like a pastor's kid at all my friends don't treat me like a pastor's kid i've never like been one to think that mm-hmm. So, um, I feel like really any other 14 year old, I mean, yes, as it struggles sometimes where people are doing things that I can't do. And I mean, at the time of whatever it is, I mean, it all depends, but like, I'll be upset (laughs) if you're not letting me do something. I'll definitely be upset and be like, why, (laughs) why can't I just do what they're doing? But, um, I know that mom, since you are older and wiser than me that you know these things yeah so I don't feel like there's anything that really changes that because I'm like your daughter Mm -hmm. I don't feel like our household's that strict I mean really wait wait a minute wait what okay no (laughs) because you have had crying fits over how hard it is to be, it's so different. Okay. You don't get how hard it's so, I'm so different. It is hard, and I am different. But day-to-day life usually does not change because of this. So, like, there are moments of outbursts of which, like, I'm done. But for most of the time, I mean, I get to hang out with my friends. I get to do the things that they're doing. Mm-hmm. So, I think just, yeah, looking at perspectively, I mean, it's not that big of a difference. So, yeah. what, okay, so you're in what grade? I am... This is the first time you get to say it. I am going into freshman year. So you are a freshman. So I am a freshman. Okay. Now, I love that she said, I'm still doing everything else that other kids are doing. So she's, there's not like, and it's true, parents, I've had to, when she asks us if she can go to um, a boy-girl a summer party where there's swimming or things like that, then I had initially been like, oh, you know, of course, I, my brain goes to the worst place possible. And I think we have to own that, parents. Like our brain pretty much goes to worst case scenario first because we love them so much that that's just protection. So I've had to back myself out of things and go, okay, really, let me think through this. Think, 
She is 14 year old. She does have a body. How does she wear her body confidently and be in social places? And and again, so we're asking for no judgment zone because some of you might be like, I would never let my daughter go to a swim party. And that's okay. And we go, great. Um, I would not challenge you on that because you're running and following the spirit as the Lord would see fit for your home. But I had to like talk myself back out of it and like, okay. And then we did a lot of coaching about what that looks like and and there's been times that you, even at those parties, the party, you know, where you've felt you could maybe share. Um. Okay. So I love swimming and people. Those are two yeah, of my I favorite Yeah, I love swimming. Things. I love people. So why can't I go do that? Yeah. So um, usually every party I have at least a little bit of fun or some memory that I take with me. But there has been other parties and it's not that anyone has like done anything. But it's more the fact that just, like, I don't feel mm-hmm. like I want to be there. Mm-hmm. Like, not because anyone's doing anything wrong. Like, it would be, like, parents there. It's, like, a wholesome party. And I just don't feel like being there. I just feel awkward socially, not wanting to talk to anybody. So, yeah, that's... There's one point, remember, where you found yourself in a... You know, mm. No? No? You don't have to share that. I can keep that personal. Well, you can say that there is one point where I just, like, backed away from, like, I was just in a room by myself because I did not want yeah. to interact with people at that moment. Yeah, they were interacting. You just felt like it was, felt odd. Yeah. And I think that's really honestly something that I I heard a podcast the other day about this, and I think parents, this is the greatest tool we can give our kids, is the ability to listen to their inner places of of what how are they feeling am I feeling uncomfortable am I feeling ashamed am I feeling afraid am I feeling whatever and then to honor that because the Holy Spirit's talking the Holy Spirit is in Sophia and he's arguing for her all the time not like arguing at her but arguing for her to stay free so she's been able to have times where she's gone and had to even just be alone for a bit and excuse herself to just get out of a situation that just felt a little off center right yeah so what i started with that with is that's been there's still things we're saying yes to things but next year when you get to high school you do know and i've been saying this to you and i don't think she knows it yet but we'll maybe we'll do a podcast in a year from now that things are going to get more real where there's more things going on that you are going to have to say no to. Well, there are already things going on that I have to say no to. Yeah. But, like, yeah, I know that. That high school heightens almost everything. So... She keeps you keep talking at the computer. You have to talk. Here, I'm going to put this down because I think that's... Oof. Okay. All right. Let's just do that. You told me to put (laughs) it down. She closed the computer, so we just totally went black. Um, Okay, so... Next year, we know things will change. Yes, things will heighten. That's just kind of how it works in any situation. So, can of I life. Add, let me let me ask you this? What are your at fourteen and in this world and wanting to have fun and wanting to have friends and wanting to enjoy life? I love people. I love swimming. Why can't I go enjoy people in swimming? Um, that's a great rational thing to ask. Why wouldn't you? What are your non-negotiables? Like, where do you go? That's a line for me. Just, like, in general. Like, sure. not even in, like, a friend's, just in general. Ouija boards. I can't do, like, spiritual. That scares me. I don't like being scared. You already know that I do not like being scared. Fear okay. farm. You don't like being scared. And yet, let us let let us all, let us share a real story with you. She does not like being scared. She hates scary things. But then a year ago, this, this October, her friends, eighth grade, all wanted to go to a haunted house. Fear farm. Many 
haunted many houses. haunted it's like fear like haunted house on steroids and what my initial response was hair no 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 and she's asked probably about three years in a row and I eventually it was every year it was no it was no no and then I would just pray lord please take this desire away right what is the intrigue but then I also I get it I understand that people are curious um what is what's in those homes but like fear is a curiosity thing and we think also well, I can master that so this year I finally she kept asking as my friends are going and parents are going to be there and I'm Go ahead. True. Parents were going to be. Parents were there. It wasn't like. Okay. Just... So she goes and. And okay. It was fun. So now the. Here's the thing. It was very much so fun. But the ratio of fun to scary just didn't work out. Because it should be more fun than it is scary. But for me, like it was way more scary. And the fun was like there only because I was like literally dying inside. I was shaking. I was mm, not my cup of tea so so now yeah no to yes no to, i think i can do things that i know are fake but like that just seems so real i know all that was fake it was all just like houses that they build but um like when it comes to real things like ouija boards i would never touch like because I believe, my personal opinion, I think spirits are real. Yeah. So I just, that's scary. Like, actually spirits compared to things that you see on TV. So that's why I think I can handle some movies or TV shows. But, like, real spiritual stuff I would never touch. See, and this is where I want to parent her right now. But I'm not going to. <laughs> that's where I want to go. Oh, no, let's talk about, like, the other day we were watching TV and something came on that looked super scary. And I was like, turn it off. And you ran to turn it off, too. Yeah. So there are things that come through all the time. We're always just kind of measuring. But that was an exception. So, you know why? Why? Because that was an actual person, like, who actually thinks they can turn into a witch. That's a whole different realm than someone playing a character on TV. Okay. So, okay. All right. Yep. And again, I'm going to just trust the spirit of God in her to help her navigate her walk of where is, where is this not, where do I, where, where's it gone too far? So sometimes parents just in light of that haunted house story, I had to let her go and experience. And I can just tell you, I had Tammy, Leah, Dana, all my, a lot of Revelation Wellness people praying for her that night that she would be protected. So that, what, anything else? Non-negotiable, scary, Ouija board, spiritual, yeah, things that feel really real. Yeah, well, obviously, like, drugs, come on, like, that's... So that one feels obvious, too. I have to tell you guys, how many times have I, like, we'll be driving along and I'll pick up my water glass and I'll say, here, drink this. And then, no, that's... (laughs) (laughs) It's not like there's any surprise in that game, but we still do it. So, but those are, like, things that everybody, even if they don't believe them, is trying to say. So I just feel like those are very much so non-negotiables, but spiritual stuff is definitely stuff that people play with Mm. and like still aren't taught to not play with yeah so that's why i think it's non-negotiable for me because i could very much so be in that sort of setting anytime soon and yeah so okay so drugs and alcohol are a given yeah and have you been in as a 14 year old have you been in places where you've seen people using or having it no wow good great praise god for your elementary school 
and now we're going on well i know that other people do it but i've just never like been in a situation where people are doing it in front of me you know yeah yeah okay all right you ready next question um Mm -hmm. what's the biggest challenge you think girls your age face right now when it comes to body image um okay so personally (laughs) sure Personally, I think that, again, opinionated, if you're somebody who's curvy, you usually can see yourself as fat, and if you are someone that is skinny, you can see yourself as too skinny. I don't think, I mean, there are some people that are super sound in what they are, but usually at this age, not a lot of people are okay with their body, and I even feel that a lot of the time because I am not the skinniest person on earth. <laughs> I, um, yeah, so it's definitely hard, especially during summer. I mean, it's bikini season or one piece season. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so it's definitely it's not a struggle to get in a bikini with me. It's just around who, like. Mm. The amount of people or the people that I can do that and feel confident around always changes. Really? Just day to day? Well, I'm not around people in a bikini that much. Okay. So it just depends on how I'm feeling that day about my body. Usually, like, I don't have much problems about what I look like, what my body is like. But, I mean, definitely at this age and this summertime where there's a lot of skin exposed... (laughs) Um, yeah, so. Have you had to fight off any, like, really negative thinking moments about your body? Honestly, I don't get that many, like, negative ideas about my body. I usually don't focus on my body a lot. It's usually, like, personality traits. Mm. Yeah, compared to body image. So I usually well, don't struggle. Well, praise God, I would just like to say, I think that could be the covering that I have prayed, 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 prayed over because I think I was so hyper aware knowing that this call of the ministry and I've always said the whole family has been called to this not just mom we always we have to check in every now and then say okay we still all okay with mom doing this because it's a sacrifice but that's the covering I'm praying because wouldn't it be just like the enemy who as we're helping women and men be free in their bodies to 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 worship God really because that's the whole point of a body is that you would have a place for God to dwell and be with you and lead you and, and idolatry would show up so wouldn't it be just like the enemy to try to get Sophia to have a really terrible self-image or body image or eating disorder or things like that but I have to say you are really good at caring well for your body and you know just not like obsessing over it or neglecting it but yeah I mean but I also have times where I'm like (laughs) not that happy about my body but they're usually fleeting moments they're fleeting moments amen you tend to have a heart I've told you a heart for justice so how about racism racism you know I don't like race that's what I'm saying yeah like you get a little like oh well okay so I mean, everybody, uh, mostly everybody, sees that there is racism, and there it's prominent in social media culture. People like talking about it, mm-hmm. and I get why because there's social injustice. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just I it's crazy to me to think that people would judge other people by their skin color and yeah. treat them differently because of their skin color. You know? Yeah, it's just way unfair. So I mm-hmm, racism can't. <laughs> 
see, needs to it ceased to exist on your watch. Yeah, it's going down on the Sophia Keaton watch. <laughs> I just really don't like racism. Yeah, yeah. What are some sayings that you are that I am known for saying to you? What are the haunting ones that come over and over in your head? What you look for, you will find. Which may I say, usually, I mean, it usually works. But sometimes I look for something and I don't find it. <laughs> so that's why it's a good saying. I wouldn't say don't say it to whoever you're saying it to, but but maybe it's not a stone cold. Haven't saying. I always said though that if you don't find what you're looking for, you have to look deeper than what you're looking for. I've said it a few times because you're right. If I go out, I am going to look to find a million dollars today. I am probably not going to find a million dollars. So I have to ask myself. Why do I want to find a million dollars? Why do I want to? There we go. Okay, but you've never told me that. You only really say what you look for, you'll find. That's So this is the first time you're hearing that? Eh, mostly that I remember of. But this is things that you usually always say. You never usually always say that. Okay, well, that's behind. But this is good. I didn't. You're, yeah. you, you've never come to me really and said, Mom, I don't always find what I'm looking for. Well, because I never find the need to bring that up. If I'm having a good day, I don't want to go down that road. What else do you hear? Okay, what else I hear? Um, Really, I'm only thinking of Nana's sayings right now because she has so many. Um, your sayings. The day you stop. Caring what other people think is the day you get free. Say it louder and into the mic. <sighs> The day that you stop caring what other people think is the day you get free. And that is a saying which I have not reached yet. (laughs) (laughs) It is a very nice saying and I can't wait until I can actually relate. I mean, I'm trying, I'm going hard, but I'm not, I know I'm not that place yet. And I'm not saying that's a good thing, but I'm just not and I can realize that. That's so. good, but you're going for that, I'm right? Going because you would that. agree, that sounded, but I can't care what other yeah, people think. Yeah, it sounds great. Like, you're like, I'm not going to care and then two seconds later someone says something you're like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm caring. Yeah, I'm, I'm caring, caring so hard much. right now. So, yeah, that is a saying. It's a great saying, but does not exactly apply to me right now okay (laughs) what are some of your greatest qualities my greatest qualities okay i think i'm a very nice person (laughs) yeah i'm a i think i'm a good citizen i don't like littering that's a good quality fracking littering keep it all together (laughs) like polar ice caps we don't want to see those guys melting so (laughs) i guess the amount of caring i have for the world. That's just a You are very thing. caring. She's very she does care. Like a lot um again. Yeah, that's why I, that's why I think much. I had to say it very early the day you stop caring what other people think. So it's it's the that is part of your design and I always tell you how our blessings can be our curses. Can be our curses. They backfire so she'll care too much. Um what's your what's your favorite physical trait about um, you? Um I really like my eyebrows. <laughs> oh yeah, Sophia does have the eyebrows of the season. Mm-hmm. I always t- I'm going to tell this story because Wait, when she was uh, born, I didn't know I was having a daughter. It was our second child, and I wanted to be surprised. And we- when she came out, and it was a girl because I already had a boy. I was I was so excited. I shouted so loud in the in the delivery room, and just happy tears. And they put her in my arms, and I'm just like, where did you come from? Because <laughs> she she just looked. Nothing like I thought she would look like, but 
really beautiful. And then when they put her in the bassinet later that day and I they put her next to me and they'd cleaned her up and washed her up and she's wrapped in this tiny little pink burrito. I just remember her eyebrows. Like, where did you get these eyebrows? They framed her little one-day-old face and real rosy cheeks and big pink lips. And, and to know, I don't... Sophia got the best of me and the best of her father. In and, and um, but yes, her eyebrows are one for sure. And my freckles, but I'm, my freckles are coming out again since it's summertime. It's summertime. Yeah. Uh, what are your areas for growth? Caring what other people think. <laughs> I mean, this is my main one, I guess. But it's like hard, especially when you're going into environment, or at least not right now because it's summer. But school, you're going to environment where yeah, all a new, lot of people. All new school. Well, you won't know anyone. You'll know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not that everyone's going to be judging you, but people are going to see you. And even if you don't, like, know you're doing it, you can look at someone and be like, I don't like what they're wearing. <laughs> like, sometimes well, I do good that. thing you're wearing a uniform. Yeah. But it's just certain things that people, I mean, not everybody, but it's just when you look at someone, you usually think. So it's not that I think everyone's going to be judging me because that'd be super negative and against myself. But I know that there are going to be people who look at me and think different things about me and may say that to my face. So it's just what I'm going to do with that. And that I do not know yet. But I'm working on it. I am trying my hardest. Area for growth. Yeah. What? um, So we have something in our house we call the table of truth. You guys may have heard me. It hasn't come out recently because I don't like the table of truth. (laughs) Crushing your dreams one truth at a time. (laughs) That's Sophia's song she made up for table of truth. So table of truth, we've been, we haven't done one in a while. You're right. It's just, and we'll be around dinner table and then we, somebody just says, okay, table of truth. And that means if you say table of truth, you're putting yourself on the table to say, tell me what you see. I'll take some feedback right now. So we go around the table and each person takes turn, first of all, saying what we are admiring about the person, what great thing we're seeing, improvement, how we enjoy them, we bless them, we speak life over them. And then we give them some feedback of something that they can do (laughs) to improve. Um, So, and then Sophia made up a, made up a, a jingle for table of truth how's it go i'm not gonna sing it sing it come on um no i'm gonna say it though come on i'll sing it with you you can sing it let's sing it okay. together count three one two three crushing, crushing your dreams, dreams one, one truth, truth at a time it's such a great theme song <laughs> crushing your dreams is how she says it is okay it's crushing your pride one truth at a time but um so do you want what's the question um i'm actually gonna put myself on the table no i don't want you mom this has been a good day i like this day (laughs) it's fine you know the table the truth is nobody comes back to ridicule the other person or hold or withhold but i know personally that i bring out the table truth when i'm mad at so i'll be table truth i'm asking for it you're not going on the table truth i'm going no but i don't want to do that because like even if you don't say you're hurt I know, I just know that table of truth only leads to really good things or really bad well, things. Well, let's do it. You And you get to be, I'm putting <sighs> it on. Okay, so table of truth for mommy. Tell me what you see. On you. Of Positive. You. Positive. What's, what's going well. Of you. So what you see of me like, as your mom. How I'm doing, how am I doing person. as your mom? All yes. good. Yeah. Good first. Yeah, you're doing great. 
Reiterating fabulous, Be- nothing. Specific. Um, Anything you specifically see me improving upon. You know what? You've been making us lunch, and that's nice. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, no, this is not joking. Like, all jokes aside, I don't remember. So, going to school, obviously, when I was in first grade, I didn't make my own lunch. But for, like, as long as I remember, I've been making my lunch, and they usually are really good because their leftovers are really bad. Which I make sure you have. I put together. So... You making you're a pretty good cook, mom. Pretty so, decent at when I want to be. Exactly. So lunch has been a plus because it's summer. So that's what I enjoy. Your so cooking. I've been making you you some lunches. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's now, nice. feedback. Feedback. What can I what can I do better? Um, I guess you know this, this is so stupid because every time i get mad at you i have this list of things of what i'm gonna bring up next time we talk when you ask how am i doing it's gonna be like boom 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 but now i can't remember any of those things so they're there they're just really deep deep down inside so well, i just so we can say that just shows you yeah that we're meant to love and be in connection with one another it's the enemy because we don't fight flesh and blood yeah. right it's the enemy that it's the minute you james 4 1 says what causes divisions among you it's the quarrels the desires within you so mm-hmm. as soon as we have a disagreement then all those desires come up and that's how the enemy comes to separate us and he makes a big list but love is greater and then over time the love of me goes and makes all those other small complaints really small mm-hmm. so that's why you can't remember them because you're made for love okay okay that was a teaching moment now go ahead <laughs> feedback i wish that you would stop texting while driving i know you don't do it a lot oh. but it makes me so mad because i'm like mom we could die you know you're putting us at risk when you're texting and driving okay i would like to just that sounds like i am driving at 60 miles per no, hour and no, texting no, 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 no. i i did i clarified this is she's not like some rage driver who texts <laughs> and drives with her knees even though you don't know we'll bring up. but she usually doesn't do it but even we could be doing 10 miles per hour five miles we could not even be moved no actually but if we're even moving like two centimeters per hour don't be on your phone because okay. we're in a big automobile that could blow up any moment let's not put that at risk wow okay i did not know i have told you i would say there was a time when i had no idea how much i was doing it and then i gave you i gave you guys the right right to like like i'm literally and so i have i had in i had got like oh wow i was not aware of how much was happening yeah but it might be creeping up a little bit again yeah, that and on top of that, environmentalists. Oh. I have two. Are we going with two? Going Are you going to go on the table of truth? No. <laughs> this this is the second one. Kind of goes hand in hand. Just you. I don't see you litter, but it's just a remember. I don't litter. But just I never said you did. It's just keep on doing what you're doing. See, that's a good thing. Positive thing. <laughs> that's a weird one. What? It's a good. It's like don't text while drive, and okay. don't hurt our environment. Agreed. Okay, you all, don't judge me. I'm just a human with a stupid phone. How much do I hate the phones, though? Oh, my God. It's it's the weirdest thing. I really do hate them. I want to <sighs> throw them all in the sea. And then, Which but yet. Which is kind of, like, really not nice to the phones. You really bring it out on the phones. I don't like them. You em. really don't like I don't like them. Like the and yet, here we are using them. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, Anything else? Yeah, there's a question I wanted to ask. Almost done, you guys. Hang in there. 
because these are I am riveted, but I'm your mom. <laughs> um, what does a 14 year old girl need from their mom right now? Uh, right now, like me or just general? just yeah. Like this at this point, you can try and speak a cast of a net over uh, the 14 year olds. Okay. It's okay if you miss, but because it's what do they need? Uh, What do I... I'm trying to think what I need, because, like, obviously that doesn't go towards everyone, but I know we have Well, even think of your friends, too. Ask the Lord. Um, I guess hearing that you mess up, too. Mm. Like, that we're not the only people in this house that do really dumb things sometimes. So, I mean, I already know you mess up. That's not a surprise. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, not that you have to do every day and say how you've messed up, but like certain times when we mess up, it's nice to hear that we're not alone. Even though we know we're not, because obviously you're not perfect, it just feels better to know that you've gone through similar things. Good. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's a great reply. And I said that from your mom. What, would you say that just from parents in general? Is there anything you would need different from a mom or a dad? That um No, I think parents in general, like, dad that'd be insane for me to hear about dad messing up because he is one person where i even question has dad ever messed up like Hmm. it's not that like boy mom's a mess no 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 it's not like that it's like the fact that dad just always seems like really on it but that's his personality (laughs) trait that's not like it's his personality trait like dad's really funny but he's also can be like super work into it straight line linear right yeah so he always seems to never miss stop but he has and he has come to you and asked for forgiveness i've seen your dad uh, come to you i have seen your dad come yes to you. but i mean they're usually not the things that i struggle with as a 14 year old girl <laughs> and that's why it just i mean it's definitely like i relate to you more than dad because you are also a girl that's sure. just how it works but i mean it's also good to hear that you're dad has messed up especially if you put your dad at this level of uh, dad doesn't mess up of perfection yes. yeah that dad doesn't oh the moms okay the moms but get like, beat it's okay hang okay. in there we're okay we're gonna make it we're gonna make it really yes no all right last we're closing with these rapid fire questions don't read my questions uh-huh. rapid fire you just have to answer fast you got like one 30 seconds um right now What's your favorite song? Um, right now? Yeah. Anything by J. Cole. What? Anything by J. Cole. Wow, don't even know who that is. I probably should listen to him. What's your favorite worship song? Um, I forgot. Reckless Love by Flavor yep. Space. Yeah. What's your favorite way to move your body? Um, I like swimming. Oh, yeah. yeah, you do. What's your favorite food? Uh, I wish I could eat macaroni, but I can't because it has a taller, but macaroni. <laughs> but you can't eat it. I know, but when I was able to. It was what, what's your favorite food now? Now, I like strawberries. Who's your celebrity crush? Okay. Well, see, a lot of people don't know who Dane DeHaan is, so we'll go with young, obviously young, James Franco. Wow, young James Franco. Yeah, can you like agree? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's like forty now, so that's why you have to put in the young, or else it just <laughs> sounds like I'm weird. Okay, Via. Well, I'm wondering if you would pray for us, pray for all of us—moms, kids, daughters, whoever is listening to this podcast. 
we all have things that we are worried about or that we have worried about and that we still need to get better on. So no matter what age, young, old, in the middle, um, there's always room for improvement and there's always room for people of different ages to help you out with that. So it's not that you can only relate to people your age, but the help of someone older or even mm-hmm. of someone younger mm-hmm. could come in need. So it's good for you to show us that God that it's not just us fighting for ourselves mm-hmm. but along with you there are other people who would never expect to help us that could do that so I just hope that we open up our eyes to see that amen amen high five jump oh I forgot to tell you you have to talk pretty you have to get I need you to like scoot in closer well, <laughs> Is that good? Like old school duo singers where they (laughs) have to share the microphone. Well, take the big fuzzy jacket off. Okay, but I don't Now you're saying... (laughs) I don't care. It's not like you're going to be out back. Okay. (laughs) This is fun.